This is Reverend Kirk Lawton, minister at Ocean Lakes Family Campground, and this is our podcast. Our prayer is that this message may enrich your life as you find God especially meaningful to you. Thank you for worshiping with us. Our text this morning comes from Mark 10. Mark 10, verses 46 to 52. I'll be reading from the New International Version of, the, of that, for that passage. Mark 10, verse 46 to 52. It reads as follows. Then they came to Jericho, as Jesus and his disciples, together with a large crowd, were leaving the city, a blind man, Bartimaeus, which means son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many rebuked him and told him to be quiet. But he shouted all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and said, call him. So they called to the blind men, cheer up, on your feet, he's calling you. Throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked him. The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. Go, said Jesus, your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. Join me in prayer, please. Father, this passage brings out so many wonderful issues, important issues for us today in a world that's confused about life, about meanings of words, and, and what love really is. I pray you'll open our hearts and our minds to receive the message you want each of us to understand and apply to our lives today. In Jesus' name, amen. We hear a lot about love in our culture today. Next Wednesday is Valentine's Day, and there's a lot more talk around that time about the word love and about love. Today's sermon and next week's sermon are going to be about that, about love. But it's going to be teaching us a lot different things about love than what we hear in our culture today. Today, I simply want us to discuss what real love actually looks like. The title of today's message is Two Pictures and One Message. This first picture I'm talking about is the one we're given in the Bible of Bartimaeus and the crowd. And the second picture is the one we're given of Bartimaeus and Jesus. Because those two pictures offer a powerful message for your life and my life today. First, let's look at the picture of Bartimaeus and the crowd that the Bible gives us. Now, the scene here is that it was Passover season, and thousands of people as individuals, as families, as caravans, were going to Jerusalem for religious services. As large crowds walked down the road, a poor blind man named Bartimaeus sat all alone by the side of the road begging. 
as Bartimaeus sat there, he heard all kinds of noises. He heard people talking. He heard people laughing. He heard children playing. And then Bartimaeus heard that Jesus was coming by, and hope swelled up in his heart. Bartimaeus hoped that Jesus, the man he had learned so much about, would bless him, that Jesus would give him sight. But when Bartimaeus cried out to Jesus, nobody in the crowd helped him. You see, Bartimaeus was blind. Nobody led Jesus to Bartimaeus to Jesus, and nobody led Jesus to Bartimaeus. In fact, as Bartimaeus kept crying out, verse 48 tells us that people yelled at him, told him to, to shut up. So, on top of the health problem and financial problems that Bartimaeus had, Bartimaeus had people problems. He was all alone, with no companionship, with no one to help him, just people that yelled at him. And that brings us to the second picture the Bible gives us, and that's the picture of Jesus and Bartimaeus. As we read, Bartimaeus was crying out, Jesus, have mercy on me, have mercy on me. And, and Jesus said, call him. And they called him over, and then they talked to him. And in verse 52, Jesus says, go, your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. They say a picture is worth a thousand words. If you want to know what real love looks like, it's right here in the picture we get of Jesus. When, when Jesus stopped and when Jesus helped one troubled man who was all alone by the side of the road. And there's a personal message to each of us today in these two pictures. You see, every Sunday, churches are full of people who are like Bartimaeus was back then. They're burdened by all kinds of problems, maybe health problems, maybe financial problems, maybe people problems. And many people who attend church and, and, and who do not attend church are hurting inside every day as they go through life. I'm talking about people who are lonely because they lost a friend or a loved one or a relationship. People who are worried because of things going on in their lives or in the lives of other people. People who are upset inside because of what they or someone else did or said. To look at these people, you'd never know there's a problem. They go to the grocery store, they go to work, they go to a movie, play golf. They even come to church on Sunday morning and they smile, they speak to other people. You ask them, how are you doing? And they'll say, I'm doing just fine. Yes, they look and act just fine on the outside, but on the inside, things are not so fine. Listen to this vivid example of what I'm talking about. Joshua Rogers is, a, is an author and attorney, and, and he wrote a very heartwarming story. It was, it was called, What Happened When My Daughter Saw Me Kiss My Wife? Well, it worked its way around in the news media, and uh, Fox News Washington 
wanted to be interview him on Fox and Friends, the TV show. And after he was interviewed, Joshua Rogers wrote an article about what he experienced. And this and it was, article was entitled, quote, I was smiling for the TV cameras, but I was dying on the inside. Listen to some of what he wrote here. Now, I'll just read from it. Quoting now, My body was exhausted from an intense treatment for a chronic illness. A doctor had just reported that my dad would probably be dead in six months. And I felt like I was failing as a dad because I was spending too much time at work. I was lost in a sea of depression, and I couldn't find my way home. When I heard the host's voices in my earpiece and I knew the camera was rolling, I did the same thing I'd been doing for months. I put on a smile. And when the interview was over, I looked into the camera and concluded with a relaxed grin. All appeared to be well. I pulled out my earpiece, thanked the producer, left the studio, and felt the weight of the world creeping back onto my shoulders. I wasn't smiling anymore. I went back to the grind of putting one foot in front of the other, just doing the next thing. It was all I could do to hold it together, and it made me look around and think, who else here is in that kind of pain? A lot of people are. I know a man who's waiting to find out if his third round of chemotherapy worked. I know a woman who had three siblings die in less than a year. I know a woman whose husband puts her down all the time. I know a man whose beloved son started hanging out with the wrong crowd and is now a drug addict. These people just keep putting one foot in front of the other, doing the next thing, working, attending church, standing in line at the grocery store. They're not telling people how they're feeling. It's too personal, too painful. And I'll stop reading there. You know, folks, this man paints a vivid picture of what many people are experiencing in real life. And oh, how they would love to have someone who genuinely cares, and I mean genuinely care with a pure kind of care and a pure kind of love, and who is willing to and able to help them with what they're going through. And folks, I might be talking about you last week, maybe next week. Or maybe right now, today. About the times when you're smiling on the outside, but burdened, maybe hurting on the inside. And you would love to have someone who genuinely loves and cares and, and is willing and able to help you. My message to you this morning is that Jesus Christ cares about you. And He's willing and able to help you. That's what the story of Bartimaeus tells us. There was a whole crowd there, and Jesus cared about one needy man who was all alone by the side of the road. Why? Because Jesus loved him. Just like the Bible says Jesus loves you. And His love is not 
just some sentimental love, some temporary sentimental love. It's a genuine, pure, loving love that, that des desires to express itself and care for you. And Scripture tells us that Jesus will help you with your burdens like He helped Bartimaeus with his burdens. But it's important to understand that the key to Bartimaeus receiving the help he needed was faith in Jesus. That's what Jesus said in verse 52. So the, the first step toward experiencing the genuine, pure, caring love of Jesus is, is to be like Bartimaeus, is to believe in Jesus, have faith in Jesus. You know, when I first became a pastor and then a chaplain, and I would ask people a common question is asked today, are you a Christian? And I got all kinds of answers. I say, chaplain, I grew up in a church. Or, or preacher, I've been involved in church my whole life. My mom and daddy had me there every Sunday. I'm an usher. I, I sing in the choir. Folks, important, it's important to understand that that's being religious. That's not being saved. The, def, the question is this, and let me state it very clearly. Has there been a definite time in your life that you have made a clear, knowing decision to ask Jesus Christ to be your Lord and Savior. Has there? If not, or if you're not sure, I invite and encourage you to make that decision today, to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Am I saying that all of your problems will disappear overnight? No. But I will tell you this. A lot of what has been eating at you inside will start getting straight because if Jesus is your Lord and Savior, He can and He will help you with all that stuff going on in your life. Just like He helped Bartimaeus with all that stuff going on in his life. If you go to Him in faith, just like Bartimaeus did. And remember something else that Jesus said. It's in Matthew eleven, twenty-eight 28 to 29. He said these words. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. That's exactly what Bartimaeus did. So Christian non-Christian, why don't you come to Jesus and let Him help you with that stuff going on in your life? That's what He wants to do because He loves you and, and that love wants to express itself with genuine care for you. Years ago, I was a pastor at a church in a rural area in South Carolina. Now, historically, the three most powerful men in in rural counties like where I was were the sheriff, the solicitor or prosecutor, and the judge. The judge was actually the most powerful of the three because he could approve or disapprove of just about anything the sheriff or solicitor did or wanted to do. That kind of power made the judge very popular. Lawyers, police, and people running for local and state offices like governor paid visits to the judge. 
Well, one of the members of our church had been judging in that county for a long time before he retired because of health problems. One Sunday after our worship service, we were having a church meal and someone said that the judge, who I'll call Mr. Horace, that's not his name, but I'll call him Mr. Horace, they said Mr. Horace was in failing health and all alone at home. I said, y'all fix a plate of food for him and I'll take it over to him and I'll do it right now. And they did. And so I left the church and drove over to the judge's house, turned off the main road and drove up to his nice home back in the woods. I knocked on the door and his caretaker came to the door. She was a nice lady who had been with Mr. Horace for many years. She said she was really surprised to see me because people didn't come visiting anymore. I said, they don't? Surprised. And she said, preacher, ain't nobody never here except me during the day. And my daughter, she stays with Mr. Horace at night. I went into Mr. Horace's room. He was lying there in his bed, just on his back, staring up at the ceiling. I sat down and tried to talk with him. But Mr. Horace was so lonely, so down in spirits, that he wouldn't carry on much of a conversation. He frowned the whole time, stared at the ceiling, just mumbled a few words. Finally, I said, Mr. Horace, uh, you, you grew up in church and went to Sunday school and vacation Bible school, didn't you? And he, he nodded his head, still didn't look at me. I said, you know, Mr. Horace, so did I. Can I share something with you I learned as a boy back there in Sunday school and vacation Bible school that's helped me a lot over the years? He just shrugged his shoulders. I said, now, Mr. Horace, the, the only way I know to, to share this with you right is to sing it. And, and Mr. Horace, I don't have a good singing voice. I, I, I ask you to forgive me for that. But here's what I learned. Here it is. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to Him belong, they are weak, but He is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. For the Bible tells me so. And folks, I can't describe the new look on Mr. Harsh's face. He was no longer looking at the ceiling. He turned his head and was staring at me. He was not frowning anymore. I said, Mr. Horace, did you learn that when you were a little boy like I did? He said, yes, I did. He was not mumbling anymore. I said, Mr. Horace, do you believe that? He said, yes, in a stronger voice. I said, Mr. Horace, do you believe in Jesus Christ as your Savior? He said, yes, in a very, very strong voice. I said, I tell you what, you believe that. How about singing it with me? You know, that would really mean a lot to me if, if you would sing it with me. I really would appreciate it if you did. 
And so we sang that song. And as we did, his voice became stronger. Moisture filled Mr. Horace's eyes, rolled down his cheeks. Yes, tears of joy, tears of comfort filled the eyes of this lonely, burdened man as Jesus Christ reached down from heaven to help a child of God during a very difficult time in his life. Now, folks, I tell you that true story because it's a recent example of what you and I can experience, just like Bartimaeus did. Bartimaeus was burdened by all kinds of needs in his life. He had health problems. He had financial problems. He had people problems. And when Bartimaeus went to Jesus in faith, Jesus helped Bartimaeus with those burdens because Jesus loved Bartimaeus and he wanted to express that love by caring for Bartimaeus. My message to you this morning is that Jesus cares about you just like he cared about Bartimaeus. His care is motivated by pure, genuine, living love that, that wants to express itself. And that means that Jesus will help you with your burdens just like he helped Bartimaeus with his burdens. If in faith you will go to Jesus just like Bartimaeus did. Join me in prayer. Father, this is an incredible story, true story, about what happened in the life of one lonely, burdened man and Jesus, and how Jesus was, was motivated by pure, genuine, caring love to help Bartimaeus. And how many times many of us have seen many other people helped by Jesus the same way. And I pray that those who are listening to this message today will, will take it to their own heart, help them understand it, apply it to their own lives, and maybe share this message with someone else who is carrying burdens in their lives too. And may we all understand and know and, and apply to our own lives the message in here that Jesus cares about us. And he, as he said in, in, in Matthew 11, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. May we apply that, may we do that, because that's what Jesus wants, out of love for us. And we pray all of this in the holy and precious name of your risen Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for being with us and listening to this message today from Ocean Lakes Family Campground.